Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast, your source of accountability, inspiration, and motivation to become your best and reach your fullest potential every day. Our motto, it's simple, to use our determination to crush our everyday leadership tasks so that we dominate in our delivery of services and products to our clients and achieve victory and personal growth, profitability, and creating environments for those around us to prosper. Let's get this show started. Welcome back to the CLB podcast. This is your host, Elena with Justin, and we're so excited to have you joining us again today for a Q&A episode. Welcome, Justin. Thank you for being here, and I'm excited for our question today. Hello, everyone. Hey, Elena, how's everyone doing today? I hope everyone's doing better than last week. I am doing better than last week, I will tell you. Um, But um, I hope everyone else is as well. And I, I hope that everyone's lives, you continually try to make one week better than the last. I think that's part of being a leader is always trying to improve your situation even though you may be getting older or, or life seems to be passing by, goal is always to leave today better than yesterday. So awesome. cool. What's our topic today, Elena? And how are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm a little bit under the weather today. So that's why my voice sounds a little bit raspy, but I'm excited to uh, do this episode and learn a little bit more about leadership with you all today. So for our question, we are going to be discussing how do traits like empathy and vulnerability play a role in leadership? Perfect. So how do traits like vulnerability and empathy play a role in leadership? So obviously, vulnerability was one of the core values this month, um, since we are in April, and it is core value number four month. So where we're going to go with this topic, why is it important? So empathy is one of those things that even though you haven't been through someone's situation, uh, you have enough life experience where you can empathize for what that, with what that person's going through. And empathy is not always, I feel sorry for you. And empathy is not always, um, actually, I'm going to look up the definition to be exact because I think it's important. Empathy, by definition, is the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. Okay, so I'll give you a broader definition. Empathy is the capacity to understand or feel what another person is experiencing from within their frame of reference. That is the capacity to place oneself in another's position. Definitions of empathy encompass a broad range of social, cognitive, emotional processes primarily concerned with understanding others. Types of empathy include cognitive empathy, emotional empathy, somatic empathy, and spiritual empathy. Okay, so these are the ability to relate to someone, right? So even though I haven't necessarily been through a similar situation as someone, I can understand that life is tough and I can have empathy for them. And while I don't understand their toothache or how much their toothache hurts, for an example, I know what it's like to have a toothache. Okay. But I can translate. Maybe I haven't broken my wrist before, but I've broken my leg before, 
or I know someone who has that was close to me. So I can empathize with it. I can attach myself to the feeling that person had and say, oh, I'm sorry that must, it, it sucks to be in that situation right now, but I can also use empathy and vulnerability, you know, okay, I've been there and I'm sorry that that hurts. Here's how I've got out of it. And that's what a leader does. Okay. Here we've relayed. Now let's start to get out of this. Maybe it takes a day and you need to know the person, how much do they need to dwell, but it isn't a lifetime and it isn't months and it's definitely not weeks. And, uh, and part of sorrow and mourning is is being able to mourn and move forward. And I know it doesn't make sense, but mourning while walking is one of those ways. So I'm getting off topic. But what I am saying is this, if you want to be a good leader, you have to understand other people's plight in life. And in order to do that, you need to expose yourself. And we talk about exposure a lot, and it's going to be part of the pillars of leadership series we're going to do with all the E's. And one of them is exposure. You know, it's the top three is education, experience, exposure, because we need to see what everyone else goes through in the world so we can lead the world. Part of being able to expose ourselves is getting that empathy. What do other people do? Does everyone have running water? Do they have ready available food? Do they even have a grocery store? How do you lead as a world leader? Or how do you call yourself a leader in this world without a world understanding when we have 8 billion people? Because your impact is big. Your influence could be enormous. The words that come out of your mouth, right, wrong, and different, bad, or good, or on a social media post could have echoing difference. So when you have empathy and you have vulnerability, you also understand that it's not great judging others when you know what it's like to judge yourself. And you're also vulnerable enough to let people judge you by openly admitting your um, shortcomings or your vulnerabilities. And therefore, they can have empathy back towards you and similarity. But usually the person delivering what I'm saying, trying to give empathy, doesn't need empathy in return. But what happens is somewhere down the road, because you've shared that with them, ideally, a person knows something you've been through too, and maybe now understands you better and can have more empathy towards you because you were vulnerable. Ideally, that's the way it works. In my experience, even though I still believe this, there are a lot of people that use your vulnerabilities as a way to attack you or a way to come after you or a way to get an advantage over you in an argument or otherwise. But it doesn't stop me from believing that the lesser majority right now is positivity. And that one day it will be greater if, you know, 8 billion people come to believe that. Or 8 billion people simply start by just. Okay, I'm going to back up for a second. It's a very simple thing. Like, the phrase, and everyone says it is how we do one thing is how we do everything. I've heard it for 15, 20 years now from different people, especially entrepreneurs. So here's the thing, how we do the very main basic things in our life are what determines our legacy and our livelihood, not only as humans, but are not only in our families, but as humans as a whole. 
And that being said, when we talk about things like food and the way that we eat, it really has the biggest echoing impact you can imagine on the world. So imagine in the United States alone, food is a $5 billion a day industry. $5 billion a day. Imagine the impact you have by eating better. Imagine if you got more exposure to the farms into the fields, into animals, what that would mean to you and your eating habits. What if you exposed yourself to what your impact is now in the way that you eat versus the way that you should be eating? Or, okay, not you should be, I won't say that. I would say the way that I believe we should be eating as humans. It's up to you whether you believe that or not. I'm not gonna tell you what you should or shouldn't do, but I am telling you in my belief, if we got there, which is more well-rounded, which is rotational farming, which is mimicking nature, which is compounding carbon back into the soil, which is all natural food that's giving us diversified nutrition. And therefore we're not hungry because we're getting the nutrients and vitamins we need from our food. Hunger is not a volume thing. It's a nutrition thing. So that's the type of things that I'm talking about. Empathy or the ability to make a difference comes from that exposure and exposure comes being vulnerable enough to admit that I may not know everything or that my ideals right now can be changed or that I'm intelligent, meaning I can change my own mind by exposure and experience and education to other things. So that's really, I don't think I want to go really much further than that on this topic. We will probably go into it in other things, but I think in a nutshell, Elena, really. If you want to lead other people and you want to have empathy for them, it's going to take vulnerability. And that vulnerability takes two parts. One is with myself and, and being able to admit my hardships to help someone else. And the other one is vulnerable to myself and admitting that I need to go get more exposure to the world, that I need to go get more experience to the, in the world, and I need to go educate myself more. And in that both empathy and vulnerability work really well as traits in building leadership or the legacy of that leader. So I think the great leaders, um, what they've done, whether we like it or not, or people help them be great leaders, or they've had disciples, they've been empathetic and they've been vulnerable, the greats. I mean, you have Martin Luther King, whose name is everywhere in the United States and every city and there's elementary schools. And then you have George Washington who helped fight for emancipation, his name. And, you know, we can look at that and, or, and then you have Jesus and, you know, we have Gandhi and mother Teresa and these, and these people, and regardless of whether or not you believe in their fundamental belief systems, all of those characters that I just named showed vulnerability and empathy. Just saying. And some of them are more than 2,000 years old. I think also it goes back to our core value from March, our third core value of be humble and honest, authentic and vulnerable. We talked a lot about vulnerability, not necessarily empathy, but on that same topic, um, those traits, you know, being vulnerable and empathetic for others on your team. I think those are definitely necessary as a leader because without vulnerability, 
you know, people never feel like they can know, like, and trust you. And that's something, you know, you're taught. I was taught that. And one of the things I remember most from my sales class is people buy from people they know, like, and trust. And I feel like it's hard for people to feel like they know you, like you or trust you if you're never vulnerable, if you never take the mask off. And I think empathy plays into that as well, because it's easier for you as a leader to to lead well and effectively and connect with people on your team without being empathetic to them. And I think, you know, that's why those are two of the most important traits as a leader, because you need to be able to build genuine connections with your team. No one gets very far on their own. Granted, some people, you know, that we know from history and things like that, we know their names because of, you know, the movements they started, but any great person in history ended up being a leader and had people following their cause or their mission. And that's how those causes and missions ended up, you know, being successful. Martin Luther King, like you just shared, he, yes, he was the face of, you know, so much change and greatness before he was killed, but it didn't stop with him. All the people who, you know, connected with him, connected with the mission and trusted him continued for generations on even today to, to speak about his mission. And we have, you know, Martin Luther King day. And like, that just shows you the amount of a following and a support system that he had. So I think it's really important, you know, if people never would have trusted him or liked him, no matter what his mission was, they probably wouldn't have supported his cause uh, to the degree that they did or his, you know, call to actions, whatever it was that he did back, you know, in history to create massive change without that empathy and that vulnerability, he probably wouldn't have had as many connections with the people that he led. And so that's why I think both of these things are so important because as a leader, you need a team, you know, or supporters behind you, I feel like in order to be successful and it may start with you, but it doesn't stop with you. And I think that's really important. Um, just in, in leaders in general to think of. The, um, the reality is, and you're 100% right, is that these leaders of the past have echoed through generations. But one of the things that they've done, even Martin Luther King's case, is they picked up something that was larger than them. So it really wasn't about what Martin Luther King's vision was um, necessarily, even though he said, I have a dream, right? He was expressing it from himself from a vulnerability and an empathy standpoint, meaning he also had the same dream. He was saying it, I, because he was relating to everyone because he was vulnerable enough saying it out loud with a lot of uh, Americans or, or the whole world, anyone who's been discriminated for color or class or um, race or religion knows what he's talking about when he says I have a dream of you know and goes on from there everyone relates and in his vulnerability of saying that right we all have it it doesn't matter if if you're anyone even including a quote-unquote white person who may have been the oppressor at the time right there's plenty of people in the world white also that know what it's like and so he had a dream of what everyone was dreaming of, which we all still dream about, which still doesn't exist in this world, which is equality for everyone, at least economically. 
you know, and hopefully with, you know, freedoms. And we know that in a lot of places that doesn't exist. But my point being is that these messages, the Martin Luther Kings, the Jesus Christ, the Mother Teresa's, they, um, they've made it more than just about their cause. So even though Martin Luther King was a Protestant or Mother Teresa was a Catholic in this example, and Jesus was Jewish, um, and there's religion that's spouted out of Jesus um, because of it. The unity there is that they made it about more than them. And they didn't let their causes define them either. And so it's interesting while we recognize them because of what they did, um, we recognize that they were actually the leaders in their life around this thing. They encompassed it. They preached it. They surrounded themselves with people that were, that brought it on after generations. We've talked about Disney. We've talked about, you know, Jesus Christ. We've talked about, you know, Gandhi and uh, Muhammad and the impact that these individuals make on the world, well intended or not, changes and um, changes generations and has massive impact. But they did it with an empathy for the world. You know, and we said Disney was to bring joy and happiness. There was an empathy that the world was suffering and that you know, people needed more joy and to feel more kid-like in their life and that cartoons could be enjoyed by adults and children. And we could all identify to a different character that if it was just one character, then how could we identify when we're all so diverse? So yes, we're all created equally, but we're also all biologically different. So there's a lot of that stuff that we have to empathize. Yes, I empathize with you, but it's hard to empathize with someone that I may not, you know, someone from India who's different culturally, who doesn't eat beef, that doesn't uh, believe in the same God I do, you know, you know, there's a lot of differences there. So how do you empathize with one another when your foundations are so different, when your upbringing is so different, when your values are so different? You know, you have to be able to expose yourself and be vulnerable enough to know what you don't know and that you may not always be right and you have to be open to what the world views are in order to really think about your own. So thank you everyone for listening in. Um, I really, really do appreciate all the likes and, and everyone listening in. And I know everyone can tell I have my good weeks and my bad weeks because uh, Life is just like that right now. Opportunities and stress and growth and audits and, you know, you hit the gas during COVID and the result is a growing business with lots of employees who need lots of things and trying to figure out all the business that's coming in the door. Also, while dealing with clients that don't necessarily agree with the direction we go as a company. So I have empathy for that. We're not on the same mission anymore. You know, and then vulnerability, admitting that we can have a partnership sort of separate without bad feelings. So as a leader, in order to continue to lead in my cause, I don't want my cause to deteriorate by bad points of separation or where someone decides to go in a different direction. 
And there's been plenty of those. Even Martin Luther King had groups that were doing equality and equity different than he was. They used violence. He did not. Just as a broad example. So thanks, everyone. Elena, do you have anything you want to say and take us home? No, I think that that summed it up really well. Um, I think that everything that you were sharing just about leading with empathy in those ways is very important. And it's just something that we need to share more about on these calls and these podcasts so that, you know, we tie each new core value together with the old ones, because even though we finish out a month, um, we're never done with that core value. We want to be tying them all together and bringing them, bringing them forward into the, into the following months. So I think that it was just really important to, to tie all that information together. And I appreciated everything you shared just about the leaders from history and making sure we tie those together with the spotlight episodes we do for those in history as well. I think the episode really tied everything together perfectly. So thank you all for listening and downloading and please leave us ratings and reviews. If you have a moment to do so, and you are uh, enjoying the content that we're sharing and thank you so much. Thank you everyone.